Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the philosophy of education. And this podcast is wholeheartedly dedicated to my friend Marvel. The philosophy of education is concerned both with the nature and purpose of education and with the content of what is taught. As such, it relates to many other areas of philosophy, to the theory of knowledge, to language, to ethics, religious and political philosophy. Curiously, however, few professional philosophers have written about it, and today it is generally taught within departments of education rather than those of philosophy. There are numbers of key questions with which the philosophies of of education is concerned. One, what is education for? Two, by what process do we learn? Three, what should determine the content of education? In The Republic by Plato, he considers the nature of the state and the qualities of those who are to rule it. But he couches his argument in terms of the sort of education that will be necessary in order to produce leaders to fit the rule. For Plato, therefore, education does not appear to be an end in itself, but a tool of social engineering, turning out to the sort of people the state is going to need. However, that is not the whole truth. For Plato, he wants his rulers to be philosophers capable of seeing reality itself, rather than the passing shadows of sense experience. Hence, it can equally be argued that Plato's education is aimed at appreciation of the form of the good. His approach raises issues which continue within the world of education today. First, to what extent should education be dependent on selection by ability? Second, to what extent should education be aimed to equip students for particular tasks within society? Should society set the curriculum? Third, should people of education of different classes and backgrounds be given different types of education? Fourth, should education be judged by its ability to turn out those who will maintain the social status quo? The process by which people learn is influenced by the general philosophical approach to knowledge of the world. Thus, A philosopher such as John Locke, who sees all knowledge as experimentation and a rejection of the uncritical acceptance of tradition. A key feature of Locke's theory of knowledge is that people start with minds like blank sheets of paper, or in other words, tabula rasa, and acquire knowledge through experience. This contrasts with Plato who held that 
with innate knowledge of the forms which we appear to have forgotten, but which enables us to recognize them as soon as we encounter them. John Dewey was an influential American thinker who contributed widely in philosophy, but who is particularly known for his contribution to the theory of pragmatism. This is the view that knowledge is achieved through practical problem-solving engagement with the world. The meaning of a statement can be seen in terms of its practical application, the difference that it makes. Based on the scientific method of testing hypothesis, he suggested that education was primarily a process of problem-solving. It is an approach which is generally term, termed uh, instrumentalism. This view has been enormously influential in terms of both educational theory and practice. Today, it is generally recognized that learning is most effective when it's based on practical problem-solving methods in the process of checking and testing gives a clearer knowledge of the subject than the simple learning of the facts. With the pragmatist's contribution to education, we have an interesting example of philosophy, recognizing the significance of one sphere of life, the success of the scientific method, developing from it a general theory of meaning. That the truth of a statement is shown by the practical implications that follow from it, that is, whether or not it works, and then applying it to another sphere of it, of life, education itself, with overwhelming success. Throughout the world, primary school children learn through doing, examining, and testing out. And this is largely due to the influence of pragmatism. There are other areas of education in which philosophy is concerned. For example, when it comes to the content of what is taught, there is a debate about the appropriateness of religious or political education, about the point at which education descends into, let's say, indoctrination. Equally, there is a concern, often expressed by parents, about the methods and content of education in matters of sex and drugs. Does the teaching of contraception, for example, encourage promiscuity? Central to many of these issues is the matter of personal autonomy. The essential difference between education and indoctrination is that the, the former seeks to empower and give autonomy to the individual learner, whereas the latter, it seemingly imposes on him or her an already formulated set of ideas. But how do you transmit culture from one generation to the next without at least 
some element of indoctrination. The philosophy of education, therefore, arises naturally from the range of practical issues faced by those engaged in education, both the process and the content and the purpose of education required to be linked to a broader understanding of life.